The Two Dudes in a Pod podcast is brought to you by the Christian Pig Network. Visit christianpig.com slash podcast slash the number two dudes. Christian Pig Network is all about perspectives and a glance. To learn more, you can visit christianpig.com. Seven six five four three two one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Children of all ages, welcome to another awesome episode of Two Dudes in a Pod. In a Pod, Tyler. What? What does Pod stand for? Pod stands for Pottery Barn, where you can pick up all of your latest needs. This new episode is brought to you by Pottery Barn and all of our friends <laughs> at the local Pottery Barn locations at the Southridge Mall, also located Mayfair Mall, also located other malls. I, I really wish we were brought to, uh, brought this episode by Pottery Barn because that would mean money, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not sponsored by Pottery Barn, but that's okay. Pod stands for podcast. Welcome to the Two Dudes in a Pod podcast. My name's Tyler. I am a flight attendant and a cool dude, and you are? I am Justin, and I am not a flight attendant, and I am not a cool dude, but I do have a beard. Well, that just wins it all. Two Dudes in a Pod podcast. We talk about whatever we want. Welcome to another episode. We're glad you're here. All righty. It's Tyler. Guess what I just saw? What did you just saw? see? I, I went and saw uh, along. <laughs> I went with. What did you just saw? What did you just saw? I sawed a table in half. Wow. Now, I, me, I went with Scribbles and Connor, um, a couple of friends of ours. We went and saw that new Quentin Tarantino movie, Hateful Eight. Oh, how was it? <laughs> oh it's uh it's intense <laughs> and it wasn't just me and scribbles and connor it was me scribbles connor uh calcicona uh connor's girlfriend and connor's mom and her boyfriend oh and <laughs> wait a minute you wait know a minute, wait a minute connor brought his mom and her boyfriend i guess so right so on. here's the thing here's the thing you know how awkward it is when like whenever we were younger and we'd be watching a movie with mom in the room and like say a sex scene or something came up yeah, and nice. super awkward, you know, whatever. Well, this movie, like, I'm not going to give anything away. I mean, if you want to go see it or anybody else wants to go see it, like they can, but let's just say there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, exploding heads. There's, uh, puking blood there's um more than just sex uh <laughs> whoa there's it, it gets pretty intense but like that just brought up okay and this is the funny thing we're sitting through this movie that's nearly three hours long where where, where it's just non-stop you know gore and like there's there's a like technically there's like a rape scene in there like it's just it's just intense and I, me and Scribbles were just laughing our heads off, thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable." And uh, <laughs> like, we're looking over, and Connor's just watching, and like, we're all like, we're freaking out, like it's insane. But we we all we all met outside the theater once it ended, and uh, Connor's mom and her boyfriend left, and we all all of us younger people sat 
and we we sat there and looked at each other like, what did we just watch? Connor actually explained to us, he was like, apparently uh, the movie is supposed to be a representation of hell. Uh, yeah, like it, it, it's it's. I'm not going to give too much away. I want people to go see it. Like, well, you know, if you if your heart is okay to go see it, basically. Um, but basically, uh, there's it's an it's like an old western, uh, and these people are stuck in this blizzard, and they're stuck in this like cabin thing. Um, well, it's like yeah, and it's just a place to kind of stay, and. Uh, it's basically like a murder mystery, but you're pretty much, it's just the idea of being stuck there forever and knowing that you're dying, knowing that you're going to die. And now knowing that looking back on it, it's just absolutely insane. But I wanted to bring up like talking about, uh, movies and media and, uh, you know, what, how it impacts us as young adults and teenagers and, and, uh, men and, you know, women too, and how that affects our lives, not only as, you know, us being Christians, but also us just being people like, can we learn from movies like this or, or what, you know, what, how does this affect us positively or negatively? Interesting. Interesting. So, so typical Quentin Tarantino movie, there's lots of blood, there's lots of gore, but you're saying it's even more than that. You're saying, Oh, it's was, more than that. Way more oh than that. Oh my gosh. Like, I can't even imagine it. So, it's, so Quentin Tarantino took it to another level is what you're saying. At least from what I've seen, I, I've not seen every single Quentin Tarantino movie, but I remember um, like Inglorious Bastards was an amazing movie. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of blood and stuff in that, but like it's more just, uh, you know, I, I love that movie. Like it's just a typical like movie, you know, wow. that was just really good. This one, I don't know. It was intense. It was crazy intense. But yeah, that's an interesting topic that you bring up, though. You're, you're you're basically saying, you know, or you're basically posing the question: Should young adults? Or, or, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to figure out what you're asking here. Should young adults see this? No, it's not Is even that. that because honestly, I believe that uh, that people are, at least from my beliefs, there's a lot of different people with different beliefs here. But I think with my beliefs, it's like I feel like everybody should be allowed to go see movies like this if they want to. Like it's, it's free will. It's a free country. I'm not going to say, but I'm just wondering what the effects are on us. Like whether, whether psychologically or even, you know, something we can learn from, like personally, if you take away, you know, the, like all the excess gore, all the excess, like everything else, I thought the movie was brilliant. I thought it was a great concept. I thought it was a great script. I thought it could be something that could be written like as if it were like a novel, but like, or, or like a, like a, it's basically almost like a classic old Western murder mystery. But the fact that it's so intense makes me wonder and makes me like want to think about, uh, you know, I was actually thinking about this throughout the movie was like, can us as young adults or, you know, even teenagers or even older people, I guess, but like, can we learn from this stuff? Can we, and and whether, and how does it affect us growing up? Like, do we, like, there's the whole, there's the whole debate of, uh, of school shooters being, uh, influenced by movies like natural born killers and, and, uh, movies like that or, or video games like doom and stuff like that. And then there's, you know, there's a whole thing of grand theft auto. And like, I'm just talking about media in general, I guess, not necessarily just movies or this specific movie, but like, what how does this affect 
you know, us. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just stop you right there and say I think, just for the sake of debate, that it affects us more than anything. Yeah. And not just that type of media. I'm talking about every type of media, social media. Right. You know, movie media, video game media. Music. Music, everything. Right. In general, I think it affects us more than anything in today's generation. Absolutely. It's 100% influenced by today's genera- generation is 100% influenced by the media. 100%. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, but can we blame uh, a lot of this stuff for people's actions or? Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say, yes, we can. Absolutely. 100%? 100%. No doubt. No doubt. Everything. Okay. Everything. Everything is uh, everything that the media everything that the media portrays as negative is something that's going to turn around and somebody's going to go do because they want to be a part of that. I mean, look at th- think about like all these mass shootings. Right. Why do they keep happening? Not because of in my opinion, not because of people. In my opinion, not because of even gun issues. I mean that's politics aside. I think all these these mass shootings keep occurring because the media, you know, which is a part of obviously media, right, is you know romanticizing it completely. I believe I believe that media and like I'm I'm gonna in in a certain way disagree with you, but like I think it's because I think the media definitely fuels this type of stuff. I delete I believe that it can definitely trigger a lot of things but i don't know if it's the cause of it you know because i believe you know like uh, what happened in uh charleston uh with uh what's his name going into that african-american church and shooting everybody i don't think that you know he was raised on hate he was raised to believe you know that the white race was the dominant race and I, I think it's due to the media portraying him and all this stuff, like the news and everything, and pushing it out there drives more hate because it causes black people and other minorities to be like, okay, this is seriously a problem, and white people too. I'm saying like, you know, because I believe it was seriously a problem. I still do. I think that it was absolutely awful. I think everyone thinks it's absolutely awful. But then you also get these white bigoted people coming at at people going saying like, well, you know, we can't you know, judge him because of this. He was just, you know, mentally insane or blah, 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 blah. And I think that really drives us apart. And I believe that the media fueled that, but I also think that it's not the cause of it. And same with like when people say that, uh, you know, uh, when people say that these shootings, uh, like, like, let's go back to like school shootings, like Columbine and stuff like that. They say that they're influenced by Marilyn Manson. They said that they're influenced by the video game doom and all this other stuff. And like, I, in a sense, I can see how it would fuel it, but I don't know if that's the cause of anything. And I don't think, do you think that, uh, that the media should be banned or do you think that we should be over censor anything or what no not necessarily i'm just saying my point is is okay so you get to a okay so you you get to a point where you're at a cliff you know right and something pushes you over the cliff to do something so charleston suiting that dude's grown up he's got a lot of issues right right he's got a ton of issues and the next thing you know something pushes him over the edge and he goes and he does something like that right Right. So I personally believe it was the media romanticizing mass shootings, um, 
you know, as something that pushed him over the edge. I mean, I don't know him. I, I'm not saying I know him or I know why he did it or anything like that. Right. But I 100% blame the thing that pushes you over the edge more than I necessarily blame the, the, the root cause of it. And I guess, I guess you know, you, when you want to battle something, you've got to take it out by the root. I see what you're saying. Right. But I don't know. I, I, what was the question again? Well, uh, you, you know. You well, said what should, right? Or... Should well, we over censor it? Is what you're yeah, like. What you're well, that's what that's what I was I was just thinking about when you were talking. Was like, is the like a lot of our uh, reaction to this type of stuff? What America seems to have done throughout all of history that honestly, from my opinion, never seemed to work was try to ban things, try to censor things, try to take things away because they don't want stuff like this happening, which is understandable. But from my point of view, since that doesn't work, I think we should make things more real and stop romanticizing like you were saying with the media. Stop! I think the news should stop saying like, oh, look at all this bad stuff that's happening and look at all this – look at all of this happening right here, blah, 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 blah. I think we should be aware of this stuff, but I think we should talk about it in a, in a civil form. And I don't think – I feel like if you give people – OK, so uh, if, if you take a rubber band – the heart, the longer you stretch it, it's going to snap eventually or it's it's just not going to work. But if you just stretch it just enough just so we know where our boundaries are, I feel like then we can uh, we can seriously accomplish things by understanding the truth, not having things censored, not having things uh, taken away from us. But then we can actually learn from what we know. I, I don't know. Maybe I, and I, I'm a. I'm going to be the first one to say that I have no clue what I'm talking about half the time, but, but I truly don't think that censoring things or taking away movies and taking away things of certain nature is going to help us in any way, shape or form. I don't think necessarily taking away anything, but I guess like when there's, okay, so inevitably there's going to be another shooting somewhere, right? Right. So instead of, blasting it all over cnn fox cnbc msnbc the whole the whole nine yards instead of blasting it all over the news outlets and once again romanticizing it and making it out to be the biggest story you know in you know to date which is what happens every single time and then it turns into a political debate, and then it's a snowball effect and then next thing you know, you know, people are going crazy and then you get a product like uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. OK, so I seriously 100 percent believe that Donald Trump is a product of mass media hysteria. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole thing, the whole nine yards. And I'm not even saying, I, you know, technically over the past uh, year or two, I've become the most independent voter ever. Dude, right, I, I don't like either side of the of the political aisle, but that's besides the point. My my whole point to this is like we need to stop reporting on these awful, awful things because what it does is it turns these shooters into celebrities and it turns the victims into pawns in a stupid game. Right, you know, and this is obviously a very uh, Americanized issue that we've had, but think about it from Sandy Hook a couple years ago to Charleston, to, 
you know, uh, the Aurora theater shooting, the whole yeah. nine yards, right? So all of those things, what did we do? We romanticized the shooter. Right. We made the shooter a celebrity. And right. we disrespected the victims and their families by we doing called, so. Well, we called, we so called the So that's shooters. where I'm calling for censorship. I think the media needs to be censored to that point where we're saying no more, no way, turn it off, do not talk about it. Well, and that's where we get into the issue of, and like, I'm not going to get too far into this, but that's where like, uh, we get into the issue of like race and stuff because a lot of these shooters, you know, were white people and like, we're calling them mentally insane. We're giving them the, the card of like, oh, they're troubled. They were troubled youth, stuff like that. But then you get someone like, uh, you know, and I'm not, you know, not going to try to get too far into this because this is a completely different topic. We're going to try to stay on media. But we get into like, say, Michael Brown or stuff like that, and people are going to call them thugs. People are going to call them, you know, gangsters. Oh, yeah. And be- like, that's because racism is alive and well in America. Right. And that's and then, the problem, too. And but the media, the media is horrible. Like, I just saw something today. And I mean, honestly, I'm a I'm a big problem, I feel like. Because uh, I shared it on uh, the BC Club Facebook page, but I feel like that you know I wanted to talk about it. Really, um, there was I don't know if you saw, but there was like a Donald Trump rally, and two, uh, you know, Donald Trump wanted to uh, put like you know yellow patches like on all Muslims, right, to, like, right, whatever. It's like the whole like Jewish Holocaust. Oh thing yeah, yeah you're talking about the lady and the guy that got escorted, right? right? Hey, did you know she was a flight attendant for my airline? Seriously? Yes. She's a flight attendant for my airline, Philadelphia-based, and it was all over the news. Jeez. Absolutely I, crazy. So for those who don't know, this lady stood up. She's wearing a shirt. What did the shirt say? I, Islam is a like, religion of peace I, or something like no, that? No, it said, like, Islam, I come in peace or right, something right. like that. Right, she, And she's wearing her headdress, and, and uh, she's also wearing a yellow star because that's what Donald was talking about he was going to do or something like that which, and, which was uh, the the same things that uh hitler did to the jews oh yeah and, yeah to, look plain and simple i'm saying it right now in front of everybody donald trump is a psychotic weirdo he's a okay. joke <laughs> he's a joke straight up joke okay anyways moving on from that before i get too fired up over donald trump um okay so they stand up and uh, they're just standing there. I don't think they didn't even say anything, right? No, they were completely silent. Yeah, they didn't do anything. And then the, what happened? The, the police come and escorted them out? Well, someone came and escorted them out, and everyone cheered and mocked them oh, and, yeah. like, everything. But the problem that we're, we're trying to focus on, one, just straight up, I'm just saying this is all bullshit. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. But the the, the problem that we're trying to focus on is the fact that like, I don't know if that's the thing is like, I don't know if that's a good thing that we know about this or not, because I feel like I feel like one of two things is going to happen like for America. And, and I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm just being, you know, pessimistic or whatever. But either there's going to be a revolution or there's going to be a dictatorship. And I feel like if people are seeing stuff like this, they're seeing these politicians and they're seeing this stuff on the media, on the news and getting so fired up and angry about it, there's going to be a breakout war. And I truly believe that either like anarchy will ensue or something else will happen. And I don't, I don't know. Like it's That's insane. Interesting. I've never heard anybody say that actually. It's, it's, it's been on my mind. I don't know. Like I feel it's like crazy though. But I feel you though, because I, I'm at a loss for, for words during this so far this presidential race 
right. coming up. I mean, I really am. I really am because you know what? I think I like one candidate, one candidate, and he's not doing that well. You know what right. I mean? Like uh, I, I'm, you know, leaning towards Marco Rubio just because he's more of a independent, you know, middle of the road type of guy. Right. Uh, but I don't know if it comes down to like Donald Trump and Hillary. <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I don't like I either don't, of them. Yeah, I don't no, like, like either of them. And I, and well, to be honest, I feel, I feel bad. Like I feel like I cannot vote Democratic just because of some of my moral and religious, um, you know, affiliations and and viewpoints and beliefs. Um, but I can't vote for Donald Trump either because of the same no, reasons. I'm sure he's held up. Okay, here's the thing, and. I'm not. Thank God I can say this now because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at my uh, my original location that I normally record these at because my roommates aren't around. Well, okay. For my list, for all the listeners, I'm pretty much not. I'm going to be moving pretty soon, so I'm at my dad's house. Um, thankfully, they're my roommates aren't around because they are some. And I know they don't listen to this. I know for a fact they don't. And if they do, sorry. Screw them. Who cares? I, I hey, don't care. If you're listening, guess what? He doesn't care. <laughs> He's no, like, done. He's no. done. Done no, with no. your shit. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not trying to be bitter. I'm not trying I'm to burn bridges, dude. whatever. Just kidding. But here's the thing. There are some of the most conservative people ever, which. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not fine. a big deal. Not a big I, deal. You have I, every right to be whatever you want to be. I grew up conservative. Like, that's who I was most I of my life. I still consider myself to lean conservative. But when it gets to the point where. I'm getting screamed at because I said I didn't think gay marriage was that big of a deal or I'm being called a dumbass because I said I don't know if I want to vote like that's where it gets intense, you know, and of course. <sighs> OK, but is that fueled by the media? Do you think I I believe it is? I believe it is I believe right? on both on both ends. But that's where I feel like. But but then if that's that's where I'm very convicted and I feel like I'm on the I'm in the middle of the road here because it's like. Without the media, we wouldn't know anything, and with the media, we, we know too much. <laughs> would would we not know anything without the media? I don't. You know, well, I'm just saying. I don't know. I uh, don't know. It's, like, it's interesting. I mean, we grew up in an age where it was. You know, we live in the information age, right. where everything's at the tip of your fingers. But at the same time, you know, you then you get into like conspiracy theories and stuff because then like people are saying, and this could 100 percent be true that the media is just a distraction for something bigger going on. Yeah. Maybe. And that maybe could be is. true. Like maybe, you know, maybe none of the, maybe Donald Trump isn't running for president and this is just all one big distraction. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I think maybe I, could be, but, that's it. But yeah, we're coming up, we're coming up on the half hour mark here. We're talking about media. If you're just joining us, we're talking about media's <laughs> influence on today's society and especially our lives as young adults. Well, okay, Tyler, I want to ask you though, besides, you know, news, let's get into more of the, uh, the other types of media. Cause one of the things that I want to get into for my career is multimedia. I like the media. I like, well, I like what media can do. I don't like the media as is, but like, you know, podcasting and stuff. Both you and I, we grew up listening to similar types of music, and we got into like heavy metal. We got into quote unquote the word I don't really like this word, but we got into screamo or hardcore or stuff like that. And I listened to a lot of hip hop too. Do you think that uh, you know we we got 
severely judged throughout in our church and by a bunch of other people. And, you know, even, even people who weren't Christians, like people at school would say I was weird because I listened to that type of stuff. Like, do you believe that music and media in that general or like in that general vicinity, how, how do you feel like that affects people of our age or younger music? Yeah. Um, I think it has a pretty powerful hold. I mean, okay. I, I do, but I don't think it is as much as it used to. I think I right. think different forms of media have their, their heydays, you know what right. I mean? So, you know, 2004 to 2010 was the music age, right? Right. Um, and it was, of course, there was music way before that, you know, that had influence on people and stuff like that. But I think for our generation specifically, which is what this podcast is about, 2004 to 2010 was kind of the music. I think now it's more of, um, you know, news media and video media and stuff like that. But I see what you're saying. Well, like, okay, but you know, we grew up listening to heavy music yeah. And plus, I listen to a lot of rap, a lot of gangster rap, a lot of old school hip hop. And okay, has that affected you? Huh? Has that affected you? But that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you don't see me going around like shooting people or shooting up schools or stuff because of the music I listen to. Yes, there are times. I've, I've even stopped listening to certain bands that I like because I have seen negative effects on me. But the problem I don't think, but I still don't think we should be taking away stuff like that. I don't think that people should have, I feel like it should be everyone's right to listen to, to watch what they want to watch, you know, to, to do what they want to do, but just understand the consequences. But I feel like, but then that's where I feel like we need to use the media for good to get through those consequences to say, look, this is what's going to happen if you do this stuff. But we're still going to let you do this stuff, you know. I, I, I maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But. No, no, I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. But I think there there's something that we're missing, you know. Even in this conversation, as we're talking, I think there's something that we're missing. I think there's a root cause of all of this that needs to be, you know, stopped before it gets to the point where media can push you over the edge. And I'm not exactly sure what that is. I mean, me. As a Christian, you know, I'm inclined to say that it's sin, and I I pretty much believe that it is sin, which is the root cause of all of this. You know, that's getting way deeper than we we want to get into on this episode. But I think there's a root cause that's causing all of this. So, regardless of whether or not media will influence someone to do something, whether it's negative or positive, I think there's something that comes before that. Right. So what what do we do then? I mean, I think that we need to come up with a way that uh, media doesn't affect us as much as they want to. Um, uh, you know, you can do like media fasts. You can take time off Facebook. You can not watch the news for a month. You can, mm-hmm. um, you know, only only phone calls, no texting, you know, no emails, anything like that. You know, take a break, take a fast from that type of thing. I don't know. I guess that's kind of a, just my, that's my idea of something that, that could happen. So, you know, media is defined as 
the singular form of which is medium. So obviously media comes from medium and it is a collective communication outlets or tools that are used to store and deliver information or its data. So basically it's a medium for information, right? That's what media is, regardless of what type of media is. It's communication, it's information, it's data, it's a way to store it, it's a way to distribute it. So if you can kind of unplug from that Mm -hmm. information, unplug from that data, I mean, think about it, our iPhones are attached to us, our cell phones are attached to us, our laptops, our iPads, our iWatches, whatever, you know, and that's where the mark of the beast is probably going to come in and we're all going to die and it's the apocalypse, but (laughs) you know what I mean? But my point is, is if we can just unplug for a little bit and plug into something else, like whether that is, you know, for us as Christians, plugging into God or plugging into, if you're not a Christian, your loved ones or whatever, and plug into something else. I think it could really shape the way that we view media. We could filter media ourselves instead of allowing the media to filter what they want to us. Right. Well, that's what's that's what's scary. Like you were talking about how, uh, you know, we're we're attached to our phones. We got it everywhere. And I was just thinking, like, we literally have we 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 cannot like leave you know step away from media or you know technology for even like the slightest bit you know we we use like this is what's funny like say we want to go camping we use our gps on our iphones to go camping to get there to get to the camping grounds and then when we get there we go on our phones to take pictures to take snapchats to post about our camping trip we, sure. you know, we, we do this, we do that. Or, or like, say we go to church to learn about, you know, about our faith and everything. And, you know, okay, we forgot our Bibles at home. We bring up our Bible app or, or we, we post little tweets of stuff the pastor said. And like, sure. you know, then we go home and then we start tweeting about the football game and we start doing all this and start posting Instagram pictures. Our of this generation is addicted extremely. And to I am media. too. Like that's of course. I'm, yeah, no, totally dude. I totally am. 100%. I I will go I like it's it, it's become an like an OCD routine where like I have to watch you know two vlogs a day Roman Atwood and Casey Neistat I have to watch their vlogs otherwise yeah I, mean, I feel like my it. days we're off. talking about we're talking about media on our podcast right you know what I mean so that's <laughs> my point but I mean it's just it's insane it's insane right. it's a great topic that you brought up too it's yeah i don't know i that's the thing it's like it's scary because i want to i don't know like if we can step away from it i mean Mm. you know i don't know what what to do you know interesting well to close out this topic i think uh we should come up with each a solution uh to solve the media (laughs) problem and uh we'll distribute it to the world and make a whole bunch of money off of it all right let's do that (laughs) (laughs) all right so do you have any ideas real quick before we close this conversation and then we'll move on to uh some other stuff coming up in the next couple episodes um okay so uh in closing what is your um off the wall solution to the media addiction of this generation the information age i think we need what we thought Y2K was going to be. I think we just need a complete media shutdown. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think we just need to completely like 
some some explosion happens and no one dies, no one gets no one gets hurt, but just all the computers and everything just shuts down. But then again, it would be total chaos. Yeah, we would that would probably lead us into some sort of you know apocalyptic uh, pretty much like it would turn into the walking dead but minus zombies you know yeah or the purge or something i don't know but yeah i don't know i don't really have a solution i feel like i feel like it's an that was good that was good i feel like i feel like i feel like we need it it's it's an individual thing i feel like people need to handle it themselves and by what you were saying fast from social media fast from doing this the only problem is not everyone's going to do that (laughs) no of course not but Anyways, as we conclude uh, this uh, conversation, I guess I just want to add to um, the point of media consumption and uh, media filtering, I guess, is up to the individual and yeah. it should not be controlled by the source. Yeah, right. Cool. The Two Dudes in a Pond podcast also supports our friend Bryce Bierman for all of your photography and graphic designing needs. Visit BryceBierman.co. That's B-R-Y-C-E-B-E-H-R-M-A-N.co for more information. Okay, welcome back. We're going to play a little game here real quick. Since today's topic is all about media, we're going to play a little media, social media that is, quiz. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, check it out. Question number one. This is all about social media. See how social media savvy are you? Are you social media savvy? I, I would like to think I am. Okay, cue the game show music and play that under us while we're talking. I'll find it. Don't worry. Got it. Here we go. Social media quiz, question number one. What major change did Instagram introduce in the summer of 2013? It's a multiple choice. Here we go. A, their privacy settings now mean that they have the right to sell your photos. B, Instagram video was launched. Or C, four new filters were added. I am going to go ahead and say Instagram video because I remember... That's when Vine was pretty big and got really big. And then out of nowhere, when Instagram released their video thing, Vine just kind of crashed. And here's the dinger. You got that one right. Instagram video was launched and announced in June, which saw links to videos on rival app Vine fall by the next. Excuse me. So the Vine videos fell right like the views by 500,000 the next day jeez crazy alrighty next question you ready yes alrighty what was the most watched YouTube video ever A Gangnam Style B Justin Bieber's Baby music video or C Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball I'm going to go with A, Gangnam Style. Let's find out. Oh, bang, got it right again. Dang, you really are a social media guru. (laughs) Okay, last question. Got it. Here we go. Yahoo spent a staggering $1.1 billion 
dollars buying which website? A. Tumblr. B. Blogspot. Or C. Flickr. I'm going to go with Tumblr. Wow. Dang. You got them all right. Dang, you are a social media guru. I I know. I Actually, yeah, that last one I was just like I wasn't sure. And then I remember I don't have Tumblr anymore, but back when I did, it was around the time when Yahoo kind of came into play, and I remember seeing their logo everywhere. So there you go. Wow. I didn't know Yahoo was still a thing. <laughs> Neither did I, actually. <laughs> Do people still use Yahoo for email and stuff? I have no clue. I know, yeah, no, I have, I have no clue. Wow, that that is freaking crazy. I'm surprised they're still afloat. <laughs> they probably used like their last bit of money just to buy Tumblr, just so they can become relevant again. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, we're gonna finish this out with a funny joke. Here we go. Got you it. Ready? Got it. Here we go. Why shouldn't Donald Trump rag on illegal immigrants? Why shouldn't he? Why shouldn't he be, you know, whatever about illegal immigrants? There are so many reasons, but tell me the answer. Okay, yeah, because there's an undocumented worker that has been living on his head for the past two decades. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Two Dudes in a Park podcast. We're glad you're here. Yeah. Glad you're listening. All right. Catch you next time. Yep, I'm ready. Yeah.